The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's just 10 days away. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, December 15th, 2021, Wednesday of the third week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Maria Crocefisa de Rosa. She was born in 1813 at Brescia, Italy, educated by visitation nuns. She left school at the age of 17 to manage her widowed father's household. She was attracted to the convent. She took care of the spiritual needs of young girls working in her father's mills. And she volunteered to work in the Brescia Hospital during the 1836 cholera epidemic. Later, she founded a home for girls and a school for deaf mutes. In 1840, her spiritual director made her superior of a group of religious who cared for the sick. She took the religious name Maria Crocefisa because of her devotion to the crucified Christ. They are called the Handmaids of Charity of Brescia. The order was approved by the Bishop of Brescia in 1843, and papal approval was granted in 1850. St. Maria Crocefisa de Rosa died in 1855. St. Maria, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for catechists summoned to announce the word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with a profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Rorate celi de super, nubes pluant justum, aperiatur terra et germinat salvatorem. Lord, I must say that this is my favorite hymn during this season of Advent. The melody, the lyrics, the tone. It helps me to lift up my mind and my heart, parched and thirsty, heavenward, for that gentle dew to come down from above and soak me, trench me, and inebriate me, so that all that I yearn for can be satisfied. Let justice descend, O heavens, like dew from above, like gentle rain, let the skies drop it down. Let the earth open and salvation bud forth, let justice also spring up, I, the Lord, have created this. These words are taken from the prophet Isaiah, recorded in the first reading of today's Mass. He had prophesied that 
the promised Redeemer will come down from above like the gentle dew to soak the souls and hearts of many who have been waiting eagerly for the one who will redeem us from our sinful state and restore us back to the state of original justice and holiness. And Jesus, you did fulfill the promise God made at the very beginning of human history when sin made its first appearance. God said in the book of Genesis, I'll put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. When you appeared among us, Jesus, you began to show to those around you that you really were the one who was to come, the one who was promised, the one who will redeem us. Signs were everywhere for those who cared to look for and discern wisely. Yet, yet, some of the disciples of John the Baptist doubted even when he pointed out you to them, telling them, Behold the Lamb of God who takes over the sin of the world. In today's Gospel, St. Luke tells us the moment when John the Baptist dispatched two of his disciples to inquire about you. John summoned two of his disciples and sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? The man came to the Lord. They said, John the Baptist has sent us to ask you, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Did John the Baptist dispatch his disciples to Jesus because he had doubts about you, Jesus? That seems quite unlikely. He said very clearly, with a firm conviction, Behold, the Lamb of God. Instruct his disciples to leave him and follow Jesus. Elsewhere, he also said, when Jesus came to be baptized by him, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? And he is the one who comes after me, the straps of his hand sandals I'm not worthy to untie. No, it was not because John the Baptist had any doubts about Jesus being the promised Messiah that he sent his disciples to inquire about the Lord. Rather, it was most likely because his, his disciples were still not sure about you, Jesus, that you are truly the promised one, the one to come to redeem Israel. So when you, Jesus, were asked by these disciples of John the Baptist, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? You did not give them an immediate yes or no answer. In fact, no verbal answer at all. Rather, you told them to go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. The poor have the good news proclaimed to them. Blessed is he the one who takes no offense at me. de super, nubes terra, salvatorem. Drop down, ye heavens, from above. Let the skies pour down righteousness. You, Jesus, are the gentle dew, the righteous one, who has dropped down from above to redeem us sinners. And the signs were clearly there for all to see. The blind regained their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor had the good news proclaimed to them. Yet, Jesus, sadly, how many people in the world 
think of you as the promised Redeemer? How many people in the world pay any attention to you? How many Christians, yes, even Christians, still entertain doubts about you? In their hearts, they're asking this question. Are you the one, the one, the one who is to come? St. Josemaria shared the following story with us in one of his homilies. Let me tell you about an event of my own personal life, which happened many years ago. One day, I was with a friend of mine, a man with a good heart, but who did not have faith. Pointing toward the globe, he said, Look, from north to south, from east to west, what do you want me to look at? I asked. His answer was, The failure of Christ. For 20 centuries, people have been trying to bring his doctrine to men's lives, and look at the result. I was filled with sadness. It's painful to think that many people still don't know our Lord, that among those who do know him, many live as though they did not. But that feeling lasted only a moment, resulted overcome by love and thankfulness, because Jesus has wanted every man to cooperate freely in the work of redemption. He has not failed. His doctrine and life are effective in the world at all times. The redemption carried out by him is sufficient and more than sufficient. What about you, my friends? Do you firmly believe that Jesus is the promised Messiah who came into the world? Do you firmly believe that, being the Son of God, Jesus is also a human being who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried? Do you firmly believe that this same Jesus was born in a humble cave, wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger on Christmas Eve? Do you firmly believe that during his public ministry, Jesus restored sight to the blind, made the lame walk, cleansed the lepers and of their skin disease, opened the ears of the deaf so they can hear again, even raise the dead to life? Could there be more clear signs than these to firmly believe that Jesus is the promised Messiah, the unique and the only Redeemer of mankind. Yet, Jesus, I can be tempted to doubt. I can ask such questions as, Are you really the one who is to come? Are you really God as you say you are? How do I really know that you are real? Jesus, I know that many Canaanite saints struggle with the doubts of faith, sometimes very severe, intense, even long-lasting ones. Most famously, St. Teresa of Calcutta, whose letters were released in year 2007, expressed doubts and despair about God. Her dark night lasted almost 50 years, the rare reprieves, up until her death in 1997. On September the 10th, 1946, Mother Teresa was on a train ride from Calcutta to Darjeeling for a much-needed retreat as a Loretto sister. On the way, she had a mystical encounter with Jesus, who asked her to go to the holes of the poor, to bring them relief. She was happy teaching as Loretto's sister, but she obeyed what she termed a call within a call. For the next several months, her spiritual life was overflowing with consolation. Then, the darkness descended. The change came. She at first thought it was her fault. The years that followed, she came to understand that it was a sharing in Jesus' own thirst on the cross, 
letters to her spiritual directors, she revealed an aching thirst for God, which mirrored Jesus' own thirst for souls. Painful though it was, she accepted her trial of faith as being a way to emulate Jesus on the cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Well, how did St. Teresa of Calcutta overcome her severe trials of faith, which lasted a long, long time? When she could have possibly entertained questions such as, Are you really Jesus? Are you the one who are sending me these trials? How do I know that these trials have any supernatural meaning and, and so forth? How did she resolve her doubts? Well, she simply accepted her sufferings as a way to imitate Jesus on the cross and thereby to help bring souls to heaven. She knew that her own sufferings were the clear signs of being united with Jesus' redemptive suffering. Lord, we need such a strong faith in precisely your coming into the world during this last part of Advent season. Your birthday is only 10 days away. It's a wonderful moment for us to cry out to you, Jesus, increase my faith. My mother, your faith was singular. Your faith was unwavering. Your faith was strong. Pray for us, poor sinners, when we are tempted in our life of faith. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let Let us us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then. Let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me although they had seen all my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let Let us us worship worship the Lord. 
the King who is to come. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages, my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, 
that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen one, I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord, or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the council of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted, for our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When the Son of God came into this world, He was was born born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, and with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me. And I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always. For him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever. Make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, His dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law, 
and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod. Then I will scourge them on account of their guilt, but I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness, I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight, his throne is like the sun. Like the moon, it shall endure forever. A faithful witness in the skies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on the earth. In this you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty dynasty shall never fail. Turn back to us, O Lord our God. Show us your face, and we shall be saved. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help, who depend upon horses, who put their trust in chariots because of their number, and in horsemen because of their combined power. But look not to the Holy One of Israel, nor seek the Lord. Yet he too is wise and will bring disaster. He will not turn from what he has threatened to do. He will rise up against the horse of the wicked and against those who help evildoers. The Egyptians are men, not God. Their horses are flesh, not spirit. When the Lord stretches forth his hand, the helper shall stumble, the one helped shall fall, and both of them shall perish together. See, a king will reign justly, and princes will rule rightly. Each of them will be a shelter from the wind, a retreat from the rain. They will be like streams of water in a dry country, like the shade of a great rock in a parched land. The eyes of those who see will not be closed. The ears of those who hear will be attentive. The flighty will become wise and capable, and the stutterers will speak fluently and clearly. No more will the fool be called noble, nor the trickster be considered honorable. For the fool speaks foolishly, planning evil in his heart. How to do wickedness, to speak perversely against the Lord, to let the hungry go empty and the thirsty be without drink. And the trickster uses wicked trickery, planning crimes. How to ruin the poor with lies and the needy when they plead their case. But the noble man plans noble things, and by noble things he stands. The Word of the Lord. The eyes of those who see shall not be clouded, and the ears of those who hear shall listen attentively. The heart of the foolish shall be open to knowledge. I will raise up to David a righteous branch. As king he shall rule and be wise. The heart of the foolish shall be open to knowledge. 
A Reading from a Treatise Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus, Bishop There is one God, who by his word and wisdom created all things and set them in order. His word is our Lord Jesus Christ, who in this last age became man among men, to unite end and beginning, that is, man and God. The prophets, receiving the gift of prophecy from this same word, foretold his coming in the flesh, which brought about the union and communion between God and man ordained by the Father. From the beginning, the word of God prophesied that God would be seen by men and would live among them on earth. He would speak with his own creation and be present to it, bringing it salvation and being visible to it. He would free us from the hands of all who hate us, that is, from the universal spirit of sin, and enable us to serve him in holiness and justice all our days. Man was to receive the Spirit of God, and so attain to the glory of the Father. The prophets then foretold that God would be seen by men. As the Lord himself says, Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. In his greatness and inexpressible glory, no one can see God and live, for the Father is beyond our comprehension. But in his love and generosity and omnipotence, he allows even this to those who love him, that is, even to see God as the prophets foretold. For what is impossible to men is possible to God. By his own powers man cannot see God, yet God will be seen by men because he wills it. He will be seen by those he chooses, at the time he chooses, and in the way he chooses, for God can do all things. He was seen of old through the Spirit in prophecy. He is seen through the Son by our adoption as his children. And he will be seen in the kingdom of heaven, in his own being as the Father. The Spirit prepares man to receive the Son of God. The Son leads him to the Father. And the Father, freeing him from change and decay, bestows the eternal life that comes to everyone from seeing God. As those who see light are in the light, sharing its brilliance, so those who see God are in God, sharing his glory, and that glory gives them life. To see God is to share in life. I will raise up for them a prophet, and I will place my words in his mouth. He will tell them all that I command. I am sending my own beloved Son. He is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. He will, he will tell, tell them, them all, all that, that I, I command. command. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that the coming solemnity of your Son may bestow healing upon us in this present life and bring us the rewards of life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 21 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday of the third week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Two disciples of John the Baptist go to Jesus just to be sure. And Jesus tells them, tell John what you see. 
and he implies, compare it with what you read in the prophets. Today's reading is from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Luke. The disciples of John told him of all these things, and John, calling to him two of his disciples, sent them to the Lord. John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you he who is to come, or shall we look for another? In that hour, Jesus cured many of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many that were blind, he bestowed sight. Go, tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, the poor have good news preached to them, and blessed is he who takes no offense at me. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, our Lord said that it's an evil age which looks for a sign, but the fact is that God provides plenty of signs. We just have to keep our eyes open for them and accept them. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. To have supernatural outlook means seeing things as God sees them, learning to interpret and judge events from the angle of faith. Only in this way will we understand our lives and the world around us. Sometimes we hear people say, If only God would work a miracle, then I would believe. Then I would take him seriously. Or, if God gave me more convincing proofs of my vocation, I would give myself to him completely and without reserve. Our Lord gives us sufficient light to follow the way, light in our souls and light through the people he has placed around us. But our will, if it is not humble, has a tendency to ask for new signs, and even then would want to judge whether they were sufficient. Sometimes this apparently sincere desire for further proof before making the decision to give oneself more fully can hide a type of laziness or conceal a lack of correspondence to grace. At the beginning of one's call to the faith or to one's vocation, God generally lights a little lamp which illumines just the first steps that we have to take. Beyond these first steps is darkness. But as we correspond with deeds, so the light and the certainty become greater. God always shows himself clearly to a soul which is sincere and humble and is seeking the truth. Go and tell John what you have seen. God has to find us with that humble disposition which is fully authentic and which excludes preconceived ideas and enables us to listen. God's language, although adapted to our way of being, can be difficult to accept at times because it goes against our plans or our fancies. Sometimes his words may not be precisely the ones we were expecting or the ones we wanted to hear. Sometimes the atmosphere of materialism which surrounds us can present us with false reasons contrary to the language by which God makes himself known. Then it is like listening to two different languages, God's language and the world's language, the latter presenting us with reasons which are apparently more human. 
This is why the Church invites us to pray, Almighty and merciful God, grant that the anxieties of this life may not impede us as we hasten to meet your Son. Fill us instead with your heavenly wisdom so that we may come to be united with Him. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 13 before the hour, let's pray. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give, Give joy, joy to your servant, servant Lord. Lord. To, to you, you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. Give joy to your servant, O Lord. For to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress I will call and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant, and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor, that my foes may see to their shame, that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give, Give joy, joy to your, your servant, Lord. Lord. To, to you, you I lift, lift up my heart. heart. 
Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed Blessed is is the the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear, you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion, sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly, who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness. His food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the the upright man who who speaks speaks the the truth. truth. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music, with trumpets, and the sound of the horn acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask for a sign from the Lord your God. Let it be deep as the nether world or high as the sky. But Ahaz answered, I will not ask. I will not tempt the Lord. Then he said, Listen, O house of David. Is it not enough for you to weary men? Must you also weary my God? Therefore the Lord himself will give you this sign. The virgin shall be with child and bear a son, 
and shall name him Emmanuel. He shall be living on curds and honey by the time he learns to reject the bad and choose the good. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Be comforted, my people. Be comforted, says the Lord your God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Be comforted, my people. Be comforted, says the Lord your God. Let us pray. The Word of God humbled Himself to dwell with us so that we may see His glory. Rejoicing in hope, let us call upon Him. Emmanuel, be Be with us. Ruler, just and righteous, bring justice to the poor and the oppressed. Emmanuel, be with us. King of peace, you beat swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. Turn hatred into love and our grievances into forgiveness. Emmanuel, be with us. You do not judge by appearances. Recognize those who are your own. Emmanuel, be with us. When you come with power and might upon the clouds, grant that we may come before you without shame. Emmanuel, be with us. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that the coming solemnity of your Son may bestow healing upon us in this present life and bring us the rewards of life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid, a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.